Welcome to the Offshore Club's fun-filled, fact-filled, fast-paced blockbuster podcast, Open Mic with Mike Cobb. For more than 20 years, Mike has worked and lived in Caribbean countries from north to south and the Atlantic to the Pacific, where the sun never sets on the good life at a great price. And now, here is your offshore ambassador at large, Mike Cobb. Hi, this is Carib Carter Clues, and right now you're saying to me, oh no, what are we seeing Carib Carter for again? We thought we got rid of him on Monday with Coffee with Carib Carter, and here he is again, like a bad penny that keeps coming back. But this time I have good news for you, because this I'm a, I'm a million dollar deal for you, because I have with me, as you can see, the, the not a offshore entrepreneur, the capital T-H-E offshore entrepreneur, Mike Cobb, okay? And Mike, thank you for, I was going to say for joining me, but actually I'm joining Mike because this is his open mic show. We're oh, just getting yeah, a new format. For helping me to put this together. You know, one of the things that I've always found is that when, when I have conversations, I end up saying things that I didn't really know that I knew, right? It just sort of comes out. And, 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 and I think that's really, the, 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 uh, that's wisdom. When it comes out like that, it's wisdom. It's not pre-planned, it's not programmed. Like you ask a question or we're having a conversation and all of a sudden, like, wow, I'm saying something that just is kind of newly forming in my mind. Well, yeah. that, that's, and, and that's what a conversation allows. So thank you for agreeing to kind of modify the format so we could have a conversation every Friday. Um, I think it'll be a lot more informative and a lot more interesting for folks who are watching. This gentleman is the world's greatest offshore investor. Okay, Mike, how many how many residential resort communities do you own? Uh, we have three communities up and active. We have a fourth property that we own. We haven't developed, and we're getting ready. We're looking at property in Mexico right now uh, for a fifth country and a fifth set of communities. So, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. I, I love the lifestyle. Like I own a, a home in Honduras and my wife is from Honduras. So but but this is a show where you not only do you get the, some of the lifestyle, but you also get investment advice in the places where I think. And, I, and Mike, you're the expert. Guys, this is the expert here. This is not just somebody saying like, uh, well, I think that this he's done it. He's been there. He's done that. He is your millionaire next door. So. It's just your acre of land. We're focusing on Nicaragua today. Your acre of land is there. Yeah. Mike, am I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. And, you know, there's a there's a great chart, which I call the popularity chart. Uh, and, and, and it's in, we have several resources. We have a consumer resource guide, which I hope people will request. If, you, if you're thinking about anything overseas, owning a vacation property, owning a retirement property, making an investment overseas, uh, if you're thinking about anything transactional outside the United States or Canada, please, please, please request the Consumer Resource Guide. It is a document that we've put together over the last 25 years, chock full of questions that we should be asking, uh, ways of thinking, mini country handbooks. Uh, it's not a sales document. I mean, it is a well, and then and then there's this one, the, the Nicaragua handbook specific. We're talking about Nicaragua today. Incredible. And just, but the but the thing to, to to kind of remember is this idea of a time machine, right? And and so you've got different countries in the region that are more and less popular. Let me just pick three real fast in Central America to make it real simple. A country like Costa Rica is probably the most popular country 
in Central America. And a country like Nicaragua is probably the least popular country. And a country like Belize or Panama is somewhere in the middle, right? They're, they're, they're more popular than Nicaragua, but not quite as popular as Costa Rica. And, and so we have this chart that I've developed and, and a whole article that's in the Consumer Resource Guide that goes around this. But the idea is, is that, he, he, so for example, Cardi said Hollywood, Maryland. Um, if, if, a, if a young couple gets married in Hollywood, Maryland and want to go on their honeymoon, they're probably, if they're thinking about Central America, they're probably going to Costa Rica, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe Belize, but not many of them going to Nicaragua, okay? But they should. But they, I mean, <laughs> yeah. so you're talking, I mean, compared to Costa Rica, it's a quarter of the price. Compared to Panama, it's maybe half the price, right? So, you know, again, even in the region, it's a bargain. Um, you know, the thing that I've, I've, I've always said about Nicaragua and, and I love about the country is this incredible freedom uh, that, that they really let happen. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people remember, you know, the Sandinistas in the Civil War from the 70s. I mean, that, that, that's, you know, I mean, that, it ended in, in uh, 1989, call it 1990. What's that, you know, 30 years ago? I mean, so, so I mean, it, it, it's just not even a factor anymore, right? It's what we kind of remember because that was the news cycle for 10 years. But yeah. that's over, gone, done. I mean, 30 years, that's, that's a generation and a half, right? So it's just not even relevant anymore. Um, but the level of freedom that that country has has really given, um, you know, uh, is incredible. And, and, and that's what resonated with me and has resonated with a lot of the folks who are deciding to own properties in Nicaragua um, is just this real hands-off, laissez-faire uh, type of attitude towards foreign investment and property ownership, which is quite honestly refreshing, uh, ex exceptionally refreshing. And, you're, and I'm going to just say it point blank, blunt out, you are not going to find that in America ever again. It's not going to happen. I have a, I have a fire pit in my backyard. It's the worst investment I ever made, Mike, because the damn city of York won't let you put a fire in your fire pit without throwing a hissy fit. Wow. Now, fortunately, okay. I have a home in West Virginia in the country and a fire pit there. I can burn whatever the hell I want. But that, that's it, folks. Okay. It's going to keep on. Keep on. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't. Right. How about going somewhere where it's free and the investment's good? And you brought up, you know, Ortega is the president there. And, and yeah. this is well, I had to laugh when you said it because Mike knows this, but a lot of folks don't. I spent four, almost 50 years in politics in Washington. And in the 19, early 1980s, <laughs> a big part of my job as the director of communications for the U.S. Senate and a, a and working with Ronald Reagan was to stop Daniel Ortega. Yeah. Okay. yeah. If I met him today, the first thing I'd do would be apologize. It's <laughs> like to me, he's the best. He's the best leader in Central America. And and people are going to wonder. I'm, I know everybody's at, wondering, so I'm going to ask you point blank: How safe is your investment in Nicaragua? Yeah. Well, let, let me let me uh, cover safety a couple different ways. One, safety of investment, but also personal safety, because a lot of times people ask about personal safety. Um, you know, they, they, they're similar, uh, but you know, let, let me start with the with the the one that I get asked a lot more than the investment, which is personal safety. All I right. took two, my my wife is a blonde. I had two toe-headed daughters. We did not look Nicaraguan at all, and we <laughs> <laughs> not a bit, and we lived in Nicaragua for 14 years, my wife would drive uh, our, our daughters around. I mean, I traveled a lot. I was on the road two to three weeks a month 
my wife lived in Nicaragua for 14 years with our two daughters, okay? They would drive anywhere and everywhere, up into the mountains, down, you know, these ancient dirt-rutted roads to find a butterfly farm in the middle of nowhere, uh, beaches that were unaccessible. You know, generally they would, you know, they'd go and they'd get stuck in the mud and they'd find a farmer to, you know, get the oxen. I think on two separate occasions, they literally got stuck in horrible, rutted, muddy roads and had to go find a farmer to pull them out, right? And and it's, you know, my wife and a couple little little toe-headed kids, right? And so, um, you know, but but again, no fear. Uh, and, 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 and in 14 years, the only act of crime that ever happened to us was that our our, our uh, we call him a caretaker, but I mean, he mowed the yard and he took care of the car, washed the car, went on errands, did that kind of stuff for us. Uh, one of our caretakers, uh, Cuyadors, uh, stole a couple pairs of my pants that were drying in the backyard on the laundry line. Like in, in 14 years, that was the crime we experienced. Now, truth be told, you know, we were home in bed, 10, 10 o'clock at night. Like, you know, I mean, and, and if you want to, if you're, you know, crime is local. Like crime is local. There are great parts of Chicago. I'm in Chicago right now. That's my hotel room. So uh, I'm up here meeting with a bunch of realtors and uh, realtor associations uh, for, 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 you know, we have a lot of realtors that refer business to us. Anyway, so I'm up in Chicago. You know what? There are parts of Chicago that I think are probably pretty dangerous. You know? Like the whole damn city. They kill 12, 15 people a weekend there. What? I'm in Chicago and nobody's killing anybody where I am. Okay. okay. So, right. You know, so, so the point is crime is local. Same thing in Nicaragua, Belize, Panama, wherever, Mexico, right? I mean, there are places that you don't want to go because that's where the crime happens. But but the vast majority of all these countries is very safe because, you know, crime is very local, right? But let's go back to the investment question because this is what you ask about specifically. Um, you know, here's the thing: there's there are no guarantees. I mean, you know, eminent domain, uh, United States. I mean, they 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 took a whole bunch of people's houses in I think it was Connecticut or something, and you know, whatever, to put in WalMarts, right? They took people's homes to put in WalMarts because the WalMarts would generate more tax for that more local taxes. community in Connecticut. Okay, so I mean, think about that: the government took your home to build a Walmart. Okay. So it's like this decision, Mike, and they can do it at any time. All they have to say is we get more tax money from giving your house to that guy and your house is gone. And your house is gone. This is the United States government taking your home. Okay. So, so let's be clear that, you know, that, 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 you know, governments can take property, U.S. government included, right? The Nicaraguan government can take property, but unlike the U.S. government, where I don't think foreign investment into the United States dropped one iota, one iota when that happened, okay? The no, moment no. that a country like Nicaragua, not just Nicaragua, but a country like Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama, Belize, pick a country, right, developing country, the moment they take a foreigner's property, foreign investment is going to go to zero or close to it. So, you know what? There is this strong economic imperative not only to protect foreign investors, which they do, right? Because it's very self-serving to protect foreign investors, taxes, jobs, right? But to actually create policies and programs that encourage foreign investment. Please come to our country. Please create jobs. Please pay taxes, right? And so it's it's the exact opposite of so much of, of what we find in the U.S. 
in Canada, where it's, you know, I mean, this is the time you know, how many, you know, I forget the number you said, 10,000 people a day or whatever is leaving California, right? And, and they're finding more favorable places in the U.S. to go, right? There are states in the United States that generally want business and have programs and, and incentives to do that. But when you go outside the United States to a country like Nicaragua, whatever they're offering in the U.S. pales in comparison to what these countries offer because they really, really, really want foreign investment. And then once it's there, they really, really, really protect foreign investors. So of, of all the countries in the region, Carter, of all the countries in the region, I personally, the Cobb family, it's actually my wife. <laughs> of course it is, right? <laughs> what's mine is hers. Yeah, what's hers is hers. But anyway, um, our family, we Nicaragua is where we have the most property that's personally owned. You know, as a company, we own, you know, property all over the region. But as a family, Nicaragua is where we've chosen to own the most property personally because I'd rather buy $10 acres in Solomon Island and let my children 60 years from now, right, get $300,000 an acre. I don't need the money, right? So like I'm going to I'm going to buy very inexpensive property and and my kids and my grandkids, you know, when when if, if and when they need money, they can sell it for many, 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 many multiples of what you know I was able to own property for. So uh, again, that that that's us personally, but but I think for many investors, uh, you know, wanting to get the appreciation of asset over time, a country like Nicaragua is a bullseye. Bullseye. It's a bullseye. A bullseye for what 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 in in the investor world we call accumulated equity. Incredible. Yes. Incredible. Okay, we only have like three or four minutes. So I'm gonna ask you not to put you on the spot, but if you could say to the people right now who are listening to you and thinking, you know what, that does sound like a good investment. Give us three places in Nicaragua that you would say, Hey folks, look at these places to invest in. And let me say four, because one of them, honest to God, would be Grand Pacifica. If you can get a beachfront home for $129,000, a gorgeous beachfront home in Grand Pacifica that would cost you probably $500,000 here or more, that's a great investment. Yeah. Or more. I, in, in some places, <clears throat> as much. Where yeah. else? I, like, I like Genotega. I'm sure I'm pronouncing Hino, it wrong. Hinotega. Yeah, Hinotega. Uh, and some great prices. Yes, right? absolutely. Uh, so you've got, and these are big coffee growers. Hinotega is actually uh, cigars and coffee. So if you like smoking fine cigars and you, you like drinking fine coffee, Hinotega, Matagalpa, beautiful homes, very, very affordable homes, farms, if you want to own a farm, uh, or, or if you really want to own like a coffee plantation, there people sell their coffee plantations. So yeah. you could look at that. Another place that I would look at would be Granada, Nicaragua. It's a 500-year-old colonial city. You can buy an old colonial home. They actually have a lot of historical restoration restrictions. A lot of people don't like the restrictions, but, but you know, I mean, they're, they're trying to preserve this 500-year-old architectural heritage. So if you buy one of the homes there, you have to follow the rules and the guidelines when you fix it back up. But but it's so inexpensive and it's just so beautiful. I mean, just spectacular. So, you know, Matagalpa, Hinotega up in the mountains, and then um, uh, uh, the uh, 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 the colonial homes in Granada. Uh, and then if you're looking for just a piece of, of beachfront property kind of way out in the middle of nowhere, up near Consaguina, um, there are some beautiful beach properties in the northern part of the country that are, are extremely affordable. 
that that would be you know a, a good investment for the long term. It, it'll be a long time before there's any real services or tourism there. But if you said, look, my time frame's 20 years, I just want to buy and hold something in the you know Consaguina area would be a really good uh, opportunity. And 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 thank you, Carter. Yeah, Grand Pacifica. You know. Again, location, location, location. You're buying into a you know a residential community with a golf course, homes, condos, restaurants, tennis courts. You know, I mean, all right. the stuff that 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 people look for. And so, if you own an oceanfront condo for uh, you know $139,000, um, you know it, it'll rent. I mean, so you, so not only will you see great appreciation over you know the next 10, 15 years, uh, you'll actually actually see you know very nice cash flow as well. So, again. Depending on your investment ideas and and what you're looking for, uh, there are some great opportunities in Nicaragua. And by the way, that Nicaragua handbook again, not a sales document. Um, it, it talks about the it's country. Sales it's free. Yeah, and it's free. It's free. That's right. And it talks about the different regions of the country that we just talked about. So if you want to learn a little bit more about Granada as a starting point, get the Nicaragua handbook. You know, look at the section on Granada and and uh, yeah, check it out or the mountains, whatever. All right, folks. So yeah. There we have it. Episode one is in the can of Open Mike with his, I guess, guest host. Yes. Herb Carter. Thank you. And, Thank you, Carter. Yeah. And an incredible investment advice. Look, I'm telling you, this investment advice is worth its weight in gold. Okay. I work for other investment houses in this country and people pay their weight in gold for that information. This you're getting free from the offshore investment expert. So, Mike, thank you. This has been great. It's it good seeing important. you again. Yep. And have a nice weekend. And we'll do it again next Friday. Yes, thank you, sir. All, All right. right. Bye. For more information on the Offshore Club or to contact Mike Cobb, visit offshore.club today. Offshore.club. See you next time at the Offshore Club. <laughs>